That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Today's episode is sponsored by Headspace and Dipsy. Hi, besties. Welcome to or welcome back to Trying to Care. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that I have been posting on YouTube and I'm actually really enjoying it, but I wanted to let you know because I started a new series on there called the Try Not to Care Diaries, where I'll be showing you behind the scenes, talking podcast related things, and just sharing more of my life with you. So if you're interested in that and you want to check it out, the link will be in the description along with my TikTok and Instagram. Anyways, enough with the self-promo, but also like if you're not going to promo yourself, who the fuck is? Okay, let's get into today's episode. So if you've been listening to Try Not To Care from the start, you know that a big part of why I started was because I care too much and I think too much. And the idea behind it was almost to talk about things that I care too much about that I shouldn't care about because they really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. And if you listen to my last episode, I talk about how I feel too much and I have a million emotions that I feel all the time. And what comes with feeling too much is thinking too much. And I overthink and I overanalyze and I'm constantly all over the place with my emotions and thoughts. So with all of that being said, I think it's only right to do an entire episode about overthinking and my struggles with overthinking, why we overthink, the damage that overthinking does, and kind of talk about what we can do to avoid overthinking or at least help us when we do. I find myself in my head a lot, even when I am with people. Like, obviously, it's very easy to overthink and become emotional when you are alone because you're bored and your mind starts to wander. But even when I am with people, I find myself thinking about how I'm being perceived and if I'm talking too much or if what I just said was cringy or I start reading into what someone just said to me. And I think for me, what it boils down to, and I've talked about this before with anxiety, is I have a hard time being present because I'm thinking so much about the past and future. For example, if I'm hanging out with someone I'll start thinking about a past interaction we had and how I think that interaction went and how they perceive me because of it. And my perception of that interaction is now going to affect the relationship I have with them moving forward 
And I now almost have to come up with a plan on how I should be around them to make sure they like me. And saying that out loud, I sound fucking insane, but that is what overthinking does. It makes you insane. I am a perfectionist with everything that I do. I want everything in my life to go the way that I want it to. I have this image or timeline in my head. And the second that something falls out of line or goes opposite of what I wanted, I spiral. And that goes for anything and everything in my life, whether that involves others or just involves me as a person and how I think I'm being perceived by others. I am always overthinking my decisions. I'm always picking myself apart. I'm always reminding myself of past mistakes. I'm thinking about my role in other people's lives, how I'm presenting myself to others. The list goes on and on. And what comes with being a perfectionist or why I think I'm a perfectionist is the need for control. I want to control how others perceive me and I want to control the things in my life because having control makes me feel safe. The second that I feel out of control, my mind starts racing and looking for solutions to put me back in control, which leads me to overthinking. My brain is overanalyzing situations to find a way to make me feel safe. When I make up situations in my head and I make assumptions about how others perceive me, I am feeding myself a story, which more times than not is not true, but I'm telling myself a story and I'm trying to figure out how I can control that story so that it's in my best interest. For example, some, let's do something simple. Like I post a TikTok. The second that I post that video, my mind starts racing and jumping to conclusions about how people are going to react, how many likes it's going to get, what people are going to say about it. And I start feeding myself the story that hasn't even happened yet. And I don't even know if it will. And instead of just allowing what's meant to happen to happen, I intercept and delete the video to control the narrative. The idea that I have no control over how the video performs or how people react to it scares me sometimes. And part of me would rather be able to stop people from reacting badly to it by deleting it than just let it pan out the way it's supposed to and see if people actually do like it. Like, I'm literally stressing out over something that may not even be true. I'm in my head telling myself that people are making fun of me when quite literally no one is. And I'm overthinking whether or not the video was even good or if I could have reworded it better or if I should have just not posted it at all when it's not that deep. I am literally giving myself anxiety over nothing and I'm causing problems for myself. And that's what overthinking does. It creates problems that aren't there, that don't exist anywhere else than in your head. You're getting yourself worked up over scenarios that you make up and you're assuming the worst of situations and people. It is self-sabotage at its finest. Like, have you ever been in a relationship and started questioning your partner on if they're being loyal or if they're talking to someone else when you really have no reason to believe that they are you just have trust issues and you can't stop overthinking about what if they do cheat or what if they do hurt you. And it starts this big fight when a fight isn't necessary because they didn't do any of those things that you're imagining they did. I 
have definitely found myself doing this in so many of my friendships and relationships. And unfortunately, I did self-sabotage. I allowed these insecurities of mine and these negative thoughts to consume me and allowed them to push me to a place where I reacted in a way that I'm not proud of. I lashed out at people. I started fights. I pushed people away because in my head, that was going to keep me safe. In my head, they were going to hurt me. So instead of allowing that to happen, let me just push them away. With overthinking, you lose sight of what's real and what's not. Someone says something to you and it could be the most surface level thing. They mean nothing by it, but you read so much into it and create this meaning and that to you is what they meant and how they feel about you when that isn't the case at all. And the reason why overthinking is so damaging to you in your life is not just because you're literally breaking your own heart and upsetting yourself by playing these scenarios in your head that may not happen, but you're setting yourself up for failure. You're ruining relationships, friendships, opportunities, and your experience in the present moment. You're holding yourself back from things that could be good for you because your brain is telling you that it won't work out or what if this bad thing happens? You're upsetting people in your life by accusing them of things that they didn't do. You're interfering with what's meant to happen because you're getting in your own way. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you to just stop overthinking. You're ruining your life. You're making things harder for yourself because Clearly, if we could just stop overthinking, we all would because who the fuck wants to torture themselves? I mean, some people do, but most people don't. No one wants to sit there and make their lives harder. So why do we overthink? Why do we make our lives harder and upset ourselves over things that aren't actually happening or might not happen? I've kind of already said this while talking about my experience, but We overthink because we fear a lack of control. Think about anything you worry about, anything you stress about. Why are you thinking so much about those things? Why are you worried about a test? Probably because you fear that you won't know the answers. You have no control over the questions being asked and you don't know what to study for. Why are you Worried about your boyfriend going out with his friends? More than likely, it's because you fear that he might do something that will hurt you and you have no control over that because you weren't there with him. When you feel as if you have no control, your brain starts looking for ways to put you back into control, which leads you to thinking about a million different scenarios and possibilities because it's looking for what's going to make you feel the best and make you feel the safest. I've talked about this before, but our brains like stories. It doesn't like to not have answers. So if there is something unanswered or there isn't a clear storyline, our brain starts filling in the blanks to give us closure. So if you're worried about your boyfriend being out with his friends, your brain is going to feed you the story of what he may be doing since you don't actually know what he's doing. Our brain seeks answers, even if The answers are really fucked up and the farthest from the truth. And a lot of the time, our brain fills in those blanks with past experiences because our brain also likes patterns. So 
if you've been hurt before and you're dealing with a similar situation now, your brain is going to be like, oh yeah, I've gone through this before. This is what happens next. Even though this is an entirely new situation and new person, this happened to me once, so it's going to happen again. And we end up bringing past experiences into new ones. We bring past insecurities, past traumas, past bullshit that hasn't been resolved or healed into these new experiences and it ruins the new experience. And what it all comes down to is fear. We're scared of not being in control. We're scared of being hurt. We're scared of being rejected. We're scared of not being enough. And it's all ego-based. Our ego is trying to protect us. So we overthink and we overprotect ourselves and we end up hurting ourselves before anyone else can. Realistically, yeah, they could be cheating on you or people may be talking shit about you or you may fail that test. But sitting around coming up with worst case scenarios does nothing for you but upset you and make you believe that things aren't going to work out for you. What is the point of sitting around and torturing yourself? Think about all of the times that things did work out for you and you look back at how much time you wasted worrying about how it was going to go the opposite. What if instead of anticipating the worst case scenario, you started anticipating the best? Or what if you just came to a place of whatever happens, happens, and that's okay, and I'm okay with that? But like I said, if it was easy to just turn your brain off or replace your thinking with positive thinking, literally every person on the planet would do that, but it's not that easy. And it takes time to rewire your brain and transform your thinking from everything is shit and nothing works out for me to everything is always working out for me. As a professional overthinker, if you will, I just want to share with you what has helped me avoid overthinking and what I do to redirect my thoughts when I start spiraling and looking way too deep into things that I shouldn't be. But first, before I do that, I just want to say negative thoughts are bound to come up. And if you're upset about something, allow yourself to be upset. If something is bothering you, don't suppress it because it's going to come up eventually. With that being said, I do think there's a happy medium of embracing how you feel and being true to yourself while also managing those thoughts and emotions so you're not constantly spiraling. One thing that's majorly helped me is journaling. And I think a lot of people don't love the idea of journaling because when people say that you should journal, the first thing that pops into a lot of people's minds is writing some long diary entry. And sometimes that just feels like a chore. Like I don't want to sit there and force myself to write and have my hand be cramping and just be miserable. Like that's just not ideal for me. So what I like to do when I am feeling overwhelmed and I find myself overthinking, I will write in my journal or I'll write in my notes app or even record a video style journal entry on my computer and talk about how I feel, why I feel the way that I do, how what I'm feeling relates to something I've already experienced, and I'll try to find the root cause. I also like to write and talk about what ifs. So what if this happens? What if what I'm picturing in my head comes to fruition? How would that feel and how would I manage it? Will it be a make or break for me? Will my life be over or will I be able to recover from it? 
the reason we overthink is safety. So if I can come to terms with whatever happens, happens, and I know that I will be safe regardless, then there's no reason for me to continue sitting there thinking over and over and over again about the situation. Another thing I like to do is talk to someone. Sometimes we don't feel comfortable enough to sit there and talk to ourselves or write out our feelings. Sometimes we want to feel validated and get feedback from someone else. So I think it's really good to talk to someone and vent about how you feel rather than sitting with those feelings and overthinking. I think it's healthy to talk to someone and get another point of view because when we do overthink, we can easily become irrational and let our emotions get the best of us. So having someone who isn't feeling the way you do and can see the situation with clarity can be beneficial in helping you understand what's real and what's not. Like there's been so many times where I'll work myself up over something. And when I go to say it out loud to someone, before they can even give me any feedback, I realize how ridiculous it sounds and how it really isn't a problem. And I'm like, actually, hold that thought. Suddenly, I'm just not upset anymore. Or I'll say what I'm upset about and my friend will look at me and be like, girl, are you okay? Like, are you actually tripping over this? And in that moment, I'll realize my overthinking has sent me into a spiral over something that's literally not that serious. The last tip I'm going to give you that also helps me with realizing that things just aren't that serious is distracting myself. Just like I talked about in my recent advice session about dealing with anxiety, I feel so much better when I take action rather than just sitting with my thoughts. Anything will feel better for you than doing nothing and just thinking about whatever it is that's bothering you. When I decide to get my ass up and go for a workout or watch my favorite TV show or make dinner or call a friend or go for a drive and listen to music, not only does it make me stop thinking about that thing, but after I give myself time to stop thinking about it, I come back to it with a fresh mind and a little bit of clarity. And I'm like, why was I so upset about that? It's not that deep. And obviously it depends on the situation and how serious it is. But more times than not, when you're overthinking, it's not that serious. So for this week, we have an assignment. The assignments are back because you bitches love them. And you're going to want to write this down because it's a lot. Um, I want whenever you catch yourself overthinking to either write it down. You don't have to, but it's obviously easier to see your thoughts on paper or even in your notes app. Or if you don't want to write it down, you could say it out loud or make a video. What is bothering you? Why is it bothering you? Do you feel as if you have no control over this? And if you don't, why does that bother you? And then I want you to talk about the worst case scenario and then the best case scenario. And after you do all of that, think about how you would react to either of those extremes happening. And I want you to be able to come out of this being okay with either of those happening or neither of those happening. I don't want you to think that your feelings aren't valid when you are upset or when you are overthinking because they definitely are. But it's important to understand why you feel the way you do and if you're being rational and relating those feelings to your current circumstance. It's okay to be afraid or anxious of being cheated on. You're valid for feeling that way because you experienced that before. 
but there's no good use in using those feelings to fuel a narrative in your new relationship that simply isn't true. Overthinking leads you to believe things that aren't true and self-sabotage things and people that may be very good for you and might show you that not everyone is going to treat you the way that you were treated. These people can give you a new meaning to relationships and show you that love is healthy and not everyone is going to break your heart. But you won't be able to experience that if you allow your past and your negative thoughts to get in the way. Overthinking is inevitable. Like I said, I am the final boss of overthinking. I quite literally overthink for a living. But I think we need to be aware of those thoughts and constantly be questioning ourselves and our thought patterns if we want to grow and become better. But I am done rambling for today. That is where I'm going to end today's episode. Um, Spotify added a new question feature. So I don't know what question I'm going to add to this episode, but make sure to reply to it so I can get your feedback. If you like today's episode, if you love Trying to Care or you just love me, make sure to give Trying to Care a five-star review on Spotify and Apple. Also, make sure to check out the sponsors as well as my socials and the Google form linked in today's description. The Google form is for upcoming episodes, advice sessions in particular. So if you want to be featured in one of those, make sure to fill that out. That's all for today. I love you, besties. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties.